Hello to anyone that is listening. This is the Hot Takes Hooligans podcast. Uh, My name is Gavin Russell, and let's get this started. So this is the first episode that I will be releasing of this podcast. I have recorded two others, but the audio quality wasn't great, so I've decided not to release those. This podcast is about uh, anything and everything, things I find interesting, um, music, food, football, any any kind of sports. Um, it'll be recommendations, things that I like and find interesting, and hopefully what this will be when quarantine is over or as I can get closer to some of my friends is kind of like interview conversation style podcast with my friends. Um, so I recorded another one with my buddy Graham. He's a really good friend of mine. Uh, he was actually in the two podcasts that I recorded. The, th- the first one had my other buddy Norm, but those are, the first one was recorded on my, the voice memo app on my phone. And the second one we recorded was on the microphone I'm using now, but Graham was sitting too far away. And so he's very quiet. Um, I will release those after this one but I just wanted to preface that those do not sound good Uh, you pretty much have to listen to it at max volume in order to hear Graham Um, but yeah so let's get this started so the first thing I have written in my notes for today to talk about is David Goggins Uh, those who do not know David Goggins is one of the craziest motherfuckers on planet earth so he was a he was a guy that was born in a really tough situation with his parents um, and dealt with abuse that uh, is unimaginable to a lot of people and uh, very close to home to a lot of others. Uh, he ended up becoming really overweight, but decided he wanted to join the military. And in specifics, it was the Marines sorry, correction, uh, the Navy SEALs, and he had to go through Hell Week three different times, two of which I believe were in the same year, Um, and he's gone on to be one of the most successful, like, ultra-marathon runners, Um, but none of that is really important. Uh, I would suggest you listen to his audiobook on Audible. It's called Can't Hurt Me. Um, I was been listening to that horrible quarantine Um, and when I started really getting back into lifting weights more recently, uh, I would listen to it in the morning. I would make my bed, make breakfast, have my coffee. And by the time I finished my coffee, I was like ready to go to work out. Um, it talks about a lot about mental toughness and being able to overcome basically any obstacle just through mental toughness. He has a lot of, um, challenges throughout the book. So that's, I think in the audiobook or it may be in the real book as well, but they set out a lot of challenges for the listener or the reader that are really good. Um, and yeah, it just helped me kind of get over a slump I was feeling. Um, yeah, it got me inspired to say the least. Um, so I would highly suggest anyone listening who is wanting to make a change in their life um, to listen to that. It's, it's a great listen. The second item I have on my list is Last Chance You. 
So this is a football show on Netflix, and it is about real university football teams. Um, and so basically they do a documentary on the season. And I hadn't watched any of it before, and I was listening to another podcast where they suggested season five. Um, and that podcast is Strong Opinion Sports. This is not a sports show, but Strong Opinion sh- Sports. They suggested, or the guy suggested Last Chance You, season five. I gave it a shot. I really, really enjoyed it. And what made this season unique compared to other seasons, well, I haven't watched the other seasons, but what I've heard is because this uh, it's filmed in Laney College, which is a community college in Oakland, and all of the kids that are on the team basically are really, really broke. So Laney Co- like the community college is there. They don't offer scholarships. And basically, it's a community college, um, and the athletes there are trying to get picked up by Division One or Division Two schools. Um, so a lot of them are in really tough situations. Their best player sleeps in his car at <laughs> when he finally, when the season's finally over, and he decides to go to Hawaii. Um, but he doesn't actually get a scholarship. He's trying to walk on. Um, but he's like, yeah, I haven't slept in a bed in like a year and a half, two years. Like, it's crazy. Um, and he was working at Wingstop. Um, one thing I found interesting is what people decide to spend money on when they're broke. Because I was watching it. And all these football players like that were uh, not wealthy, to say the least. Had all designer clothes or whatever. Um, really expensive looking clothes, brand new clothes, and brand new iPhones, and it was just interesting. Sorry, I need to turn my phone notifications off. Sorry, it was just interesting because I, th- like, in my mind, and so and sometimes they couldn't sleep, or they couldn't they couldn't afford food, like they couldn't afford dinner. After one pr- practice, this guy, the guy, main guy I was talking about, was checking his bank account. He had six dollars in his bank account, and I was just thinking, like what people spend their money on um isn't great all the time and i'm not great with spending my money like what i spend my money on but i'm not like struggling like i don't i'm not homeless you know um so if you want to go give that show a chance it's really good um the next topic i have written down is the bare knuckle fighting championship so there is a sports federation in the U.S. called Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships. And they fight, they're boxing, but they have no gloves on. And you may think, these must be the craziest people on earth. And you may be right. Um, a lot of them are crazy. But it's it's insane. Uh, they have an Instagram, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, or FC. Um... Yeah, it's crazy, because guys just get cut up, like, because they're just taking knuckles to the face, so they, they bleed a lot, but um, it was interesting, and I first heard this from Joe Rogan, I think, it's that fighting bare knuckle may actually be safer than fighting with uh, gloves on, and that may seem very counterintuitive, but if you think about it, if you would have glove on your hand, and you're going to punch someone... You're going to be able to punch them a lot harder than if you don't have a glove on your hand. Or, like, 
maybe you you don't have the physical ability to punch harder, but it's kind of like when you're wearing football equipment, you're a lot more willing to tackle someone as hard as you can versus just with just with no equipment on. And so that's kind of one rationale, I guess, behind it. Um, yeah, and so it's like more superficial wounds, but apparently it's not as bad for your head, like your brain, which I guess is the most important thing. Like the fighters, when they get hit in their face, they're not worried about like their nose getting broken or something like that. They're more worried about brain damage. So yeah, that's interesting. Go check out their Instagram page if you want to see some crazy stuff. Um, moving on to the next point I have written down. See, I just write down like little thoughts that I can expand upon on my phone. And the next one is, if all you did this week is survive, that's good enough. So I saw something along that terms on my Instagram the other day. And I was thinking about it. And I know most people are in very different situations than me. Um, Everyone has their own struggles going on. And for some people, if all you did this week is survive, that's good enough. For some people, that is true. But I don't like the idea of encouraging people to be lazy. Because that's what it seems to me like. I think our goals going into every week, no matter what, should be self-improvement or improvement of our situation. If there's something that you don't like the way it's going in your life or there's something that you want to accomplish, then you just got to do that. And I feel like there's a lot of stuff on the information or a lot of information on the internet that is just like, um, like let's talk about uh, fat shaming for a little bit and anti-fat shaming. So a lot of people are anti-fat shaming and I am as well. But I also think that a lot of people aren't comfortable in their own skin, and that's okay. Because if you look in the mirror, and you are fat, then, and you want to make a change, but everyone's telling you, oh, like, you don't need to make a change, you are fine the way you are, and if that's not what you're interested in, then that's fine, and I don't think anyone should put you down for being obese, but a lot of people, like, they don't, like, me included... I've been overweight my whole life. I'm still struggling. I'm still trying to lose weight. Um, Making forward progress, hopefully right now. Um, But being obese is, it's uh, not good for your health. Um, And pretty much any science that you look at will uh, support that claim. Being obese is not good for your health in any way whatsoever except for some very specific circumstances. Um, I think in women over, like, postmenopausal women, it helps with, like, potentially helps with bone density um, and preventing osteoporosis. But in general, it makes you die faster and makes you um, unhealthy and can cause a lot of health complications. Um, So I think it's important that we try to better ourselves. And if you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see, then you should try and make a difference. And that's just how I feel about it. Um, But if you feel differently, then you're kind of wrong. Um, Because what I'm saying here is I'm not saying that people should um, be judged by the way they look. That's the opt. Like, I am very anti that. But... 
that's that's all I have to say about that. Um, yeah, what was my point here? If all you did this week is survive, that's good enough. I don't think that's good enough, and I think that we should strive to be better than that. Um, especially during quarantine, because I found myself giving me myself this excuse um, that it's okay to be lazy just because we're in quarantine and we don't have to do other things. Um, I found, especially, so I'm a personal trainer normally. Uh, it's kind of weird. I'm an obese personal trainer. That doesn't mean I don't, like, I know how you lose weight. I've just struggled to do it myself. Oh, excuse me there. I had a burp. Um, so that's one thing that you can know about me. I'm an obese personal trainer, but we, yeah, so the gym's been, been shut down, so I haven't been working, and so I've found it difficult to fill my time and it been it's been easier to fill my time with just like watching Netflix or sitting around or smoking weed or whatever but re more recently I've been more focused trying to work out at least every day because I can't like destroy my body using heavy weights um, and I really don't like doing too much cardio um, <laughs> even though that's very important for trying to lose weight but I've been really on my diet and my I've been working out trying to reintroduce myself into weight training um yeah so just trying to be more productive I think there's always ways to be better um and that's not something that you can do all the time it's not like a constant thing that we should be trying to get like we should be trying to get better every day but sometimes you need a break um and so that's okay too uh, and the last point I have, which is somewhat disconcerting because this recording is only 14 minutes. Um, and so I tend to, I intend my podcast to be 35 minutes to an hour. Um, so it's kind of concerning that I'm on my last point, but I do have no one to talk to today. So that may be the reason. Um, and the last point is people are way too quick to judge. And this is something I saw on my Instagram the other day. A lot of this is being inspired from my phone because I have no, like, real, um, I'm not meeting new people, I'm not experiencing new things right now, so most of my talking points are inspired from my phone or something I see on TV or whatever, um, and so people are way too quick to judge. So, if you don't know who Scott Campbell is, Scott Campbell is an amazing tattoo artist. Um, he's done some really cool stuff, I suggest you check him out on Instagram. Um, really cool guy. I've never been fortunate enough to be tattooed by him, but he posted something the other day and he's just a, a generally cool guy. Oh, he took it down off of his Instagram. I was gonna, I was looking it up right now. Um, but it makes sense that he took it down because the comment section was not kind to him. And basically this was an anti-Trump post disguised as a pro-Trump post. And so it was saying that the left wings are bad and they're basically it was, and because Donald Trump right he doesn't want an election to happen apparently apparently or I, I don't know I'm, I don't follow politics very well to be close to be honest with you I really mumbled my words there I don't follow politics super closely um, but basically it was trying to trick Trump voters into not voting um by saying like yeah it was 
it was disguised to be anti-left, but he was trying to tell Trump voters not to go vote so he wouldn't get reelected. And I looked through his comment section, and oh my, no one understood. Because it was just, he just posted that, and I can't remember what the caption was, but there was no indicator that it was something that isn't presented. Or how am I, how am I going to say this? There was no way of knowing just by looking at it that it wasn't a pro-Trump post besides reading and thinking about what it was saying. Um, and so I go through the comments and yeah, it's just a ton of hate, like unfollowed, um, tons of unfollowed. Like, I don't understand how you could be like, you could support this guy. Like I'm never supporting your stuff again. And I'm just like this poor guy. Like he was literally doing, trying to do the opposite of that. And his reply to all those comments was just think about it with a winky face. And that's how, because I looked at it and I was like, oh, that doesn't seem like something Scott Campbell would post and not reading it fully. And so I look at the comments, not ready to comment something. And I just see that he says, think about it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is an anti-Trump post. Um, And so my conclusion with that is people are way too quick, especially on the internet, internet to judge things and not really hear people through all the way. And that may be an issue for me. Because a lot of my thoughts come out incomplete, especially when I'm going to be recording this with other people. And editing really takes a long time, so I'm not really a huge fan of that. Um, and so there's going to be things that you hear um, where it's like, is that racist or sexist or um, anti-what-is-right? And uh, I generally think I'm a person with good morals. Um Pretty much, if you can if you can think of a stance and what the correct side of that stance is when it comes to um, morals, obviously, like I may have the wrong stance on something because I don't have all the facts. But when it comes to equality, like equality is like the biggest thing because you know, all those things I listed before, racism, sexism, homophobia, all that is just anti-equality, and I'm very pro-equality. Um, I will, I do make jokes sometimes, um, that may be not super PC, but we'll try to avoid that for the most part, just because, unless it's a really funny joke, but I don't really have any really funny jokes, so no need to be super concerned about that. Um, so that's the end of my talking points, so we're just going to go off the brain now. I just finished watching the first playoff game between the Maple Leafs and the Blue Jackets. Final score was 2 nothing, And, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, I don't really watch a lot of hockey, so I don't have a ton of great insights. Um, but I am a Toronto Maple Leafs fan as a Canadian. Um, I can go through the other sports and tell you my allegiance. In the NFL, I am a Denver Broncos fan. And I will give that justification very quickly. Uh, in middle school, I was a really big fan of Peyton Manning. At the time, he played for the Indianapolis Colts, and I owned no Colts memorabilia. And so he was traded to the Broncos. And I'm like, I guess I can just become a Broncos fan because I don't own like a Broncos t- or a Colts t-shirt or anything. Um, yeah, so I became a Broncos fan. Uh, and then they won the, they lost the Super Bowl, and then they won the Super Bowl. 
and then Peyton Manning retired, and then we had a few crap seasons. Um, this season showed some potential. Drew Locke, I'm excited to see how he plays. Um, they just drafted Jerry Judy, which I love that name. Um, it's a great name. Don't know much about the guy, wide receiver. So I'm excited that he's going to have some more uh, weapons to utilize. Uh, Philip Lindsay and... Who is their second? They just, the running back from the, Melvin Gordon, I believe. Uh, Melvin Gordon is their second running back. So they're going to have two amazing running backs. Um, so that will help out Drew Locke, definitely. Um, so I'm excited about their 2020 campaign, depending how, if the NFL ever starts with the quarantine. Um, and I'm really hoping it does soon because I'm a big football guy, unfortunately. Alright, um, moving on to the CFL, because I am Canadian. I am not firmly associated with any CFL teams. I like the Toronto Argonauts. Um, my family currently lives in Hamilton, so I can be a Hamilton Tiger Cats fan. Um, I do like the Calgary Stampeders. Um, I have some friends out in Calgary, and I was I lived in a long time for Win- in Winnipeg. And so I do have some allegiance to them. That is four teams I just listed out of a nine-team league. Um, so odds are I got a good chance at one of my teams winning the Grey Cup. Um, almost a 50-50 chance. Um, so the Winnipeg Blue Bombers uh, have a very strong rivalry with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And I really don't like them. Um, and that's all I can say about that. Don't like the Rough Riders. Graham is a Rough Riders fan because he lived in Saskatchewan. I think he was born in Saskatchewan. I'm not entirely sure. Um, so Graham is a big Saskatchewan Rough Riders fan, so we don't like him for that. And he's also a Montreal Canadiens fan, which is another reason not to like the guy. And I know he's going to listen to this because he's my number one fan. And so I'm speaking to you right now, Graham. Um, you are terrible at picking sports teams to like. He also likes the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so I am happy for him because they should have a good season. They have all the pieces. They got Bruce Arian, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski. Um, their offense, at least, is really good. Um, they almost a complete, completely different luck than it was last year, which is crazy. Um, so I'm excited to watch them as well. I don't know anything about the defense of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so I can't say anything regarding that. Um, what else we got? NBA. I'm going to be a Toronto Raptors fan. Um, but the Pelicans look like a team that is going to be fun to watch. I don't own, oh, I own one Toronto Raptors shirt, so I do have that to hold me down. And they're the only Canadian NBA team, so I guess I should still support them um they did with the championships last year um so i guess i don't really have a reason to jump ship um i'm not a bandwagon fan of of teams um it's not like i'm switching my teams all the time but especially with like uh, the nfl i don't have like a strong allegiance to any team I, I, i like watching sports and i'll I'll cheer for certain teams. There's some teams that I don't like and some teams that I, I generally have more of a liking for. Um, and I understand ha- having a do-or-die team kind of adds adds a lot to watching sports. But that's just not what I've 
I've really been about, I've never been like a die ha- die hard um, team supporter. Um, I tend to like players more, actually. So the only jersey I own right now is a Larry Fitzgerald jersey. And I do talk about that in the next episode where you can barely hear anything. Um, so listen to that if you want to. But the sound quality is not great. So I do have a Larry Fitzgerald jersey because he is my favorite receiver. Um, other sports leagues. I don't watch soccer. Um, understand that is a very big sport. Um, never watched it. I don't think I don't think I can confidently say I've watched a full soccer game. And hey, maybe soccer is the greatest sport in the world. Um, I was a big guy growing up. Didn't have the chops to play soccer. I'm a lineman, um, or I was a lineman. So never never really got into soccer. Um, and I hear a lot of people's a lot of people's justification for not liking soccer is because there's not a lot of scoring. And I just watched a hockey game where they didn't no one scored until the third quarter. Um, third, not quarter. What is the third third? Third period. I feel like an idiot. I couldn't remember the term period, and I'm Canadian. Um, no one scored until the third period, so. I mean, that could happen in any sport, except for, like, basketball. Basketball, it's like, if you don't score a point, then you're just, the entire team's terrible. Um, or they have a really good defense. But the reason I don't really like soccer is because the field is so big. I feel like it spaces out a lot of the excitement. And I've watched, I love watching, I like watching soccer highlights. Sorry, I shouldn't say love. I do like watching soccer highlights because I like watching the athleticism. I understand how difficult it is to do things that I've never done. Um, one of my favorite things to say is there's there's just a lot that goes into that. Um, because it's there's so much that goes into everything that people that have never done it don't understand. And I kind of have a general assumption um, that a lot of things are way more difficult than I understand. Um, and so I have that trust in soccer players that they're very skilled. They're some of the highest paid athletes on the planet. Um, so yeah, soccer is just really spread out. Um, but I do like watching the highlights. Um, the reason I like football is because every play is essentially designed to have something cool happen unless it's an incomplete pass. So if it's a running play, someone's getting tackled. If it's a throwing play, someone's either catching the ball, scoring a touchdown, they're getting tackled, quarterback's getting tackled. There's just so many different outcomes that can happen um, on any play that it it keeps it kind of exciting. Um, The one thing I don't like about football is the comeback is a little bit harder because possessions don't change as much. So turnovers are a way bigger thing in football than pretty much any sport because it's not a continuous sport. There's pauses in it. And so it makes the comeback quite a bit harder because you essentially have to give the ball back to the other team and it's very easy for them to keep possession of it. And so once there's only a certain amount of time on the clock, if you don't have enough timeouts, they can just kneel it out. Not a very exciting ending. Whereas in like basketball, you can score like 10 points in like three seconds. Um, but that is another thing I don't like about basketball is the endings often take forever, especially when you're watching the playoffs. 
Oh, sorry, I'm so burpy right now. Don't know why. So especially when you're watching like the playoffs, I just remember watching the championships last year. It's like the end just takes forever. Cause there's so many timeouts. It's like there's literally been like 13 seconds left on the clock. But you could say the same thing for football with timeouts and and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I like football. That's don't really know what I was talking about. I've just been talking. Hmm. What else? What other sports leagues are there that I could have an affiliation? I don't watch F1, and Graham's a big F1 proponent, um, and I understand that it was like the only thing people could, only sports people could watch uh, during quarantine up until now, um, but he still like gets up like early in the morning on like the weekends to watch it, I'm like, it just doesn't, it just doesn't appeal to me, because part of the reason I love sports is watching athletes um, watching athletes do things that I can't do, um, watching anyone do anything that I'm like, there's no way I could do that. It's impressive. And I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. Um, so I love doing that. I just like watching the pure, like athleticism. And when, um, that's why I love highlights because highlights are just like the concentration of like the dopest stuff. So I do like watching, I watch a lot of highlights. Um, and so like there's, I've watched so many NFL highlight compilations that like whenever I watch one now I'm like I've seen all these plays um so I guess that's a downside of watching those you you run out of them eventually so I took a little pause there to think of something to talk about um and I've come up with my next idea um and I just want to discuss empathy real quick uh I think empathy is one of the most underrated characteristics of someone in society so the reason why i think empathy is so important is because it provides so much understanding or not necessarily understanding but how, how do i put this so when something happens to you in life it's usually because it's sometimes because of someone else or a lot of the times people get mad at people um just in life and if you just take a second to think about the person on the other end of this interaction, um, why are they doing this? Uh, it could be a number of reasons, infinite reasons. Um, it could just be they could just be a dick. Some people are just dicks. Um, why? Um, maybe it was because of their childhood, um, and that's not necessarily an excuse. Um, it is a reason, but it may not be an excuse because there are plenty of people with very messed up past who have overcome that and are still really good people uh it could be the way they're raised now that is a tougher thing to get past um like events in your childhood can really cause a lot of problems but if you're raised by bad people um and you're raised with bad morals like not caring about other people other people's time like things like that then that can be something that's hard to get over um, just because you don't have the correct moral compass. Um, and so that's, that's an issue definitely, but I think empathy and just thinking about other people's situations and considering that they're a human, just like us, like we make mistakes all the time. Like, um, sometimes you just get mad. Sometimes you just get frustrated and annoyed and you take that out on other people now other people might do the same thing 
if someone's being a jerk to you, it may they may just be having a really terrible day. Um, they may be going through life events that aren't making them in a terrible mood. Uh, maybe the person who cut you off in traffic is late for work. Or maybe they're a teenager that drives too fast. Um, but you got cut off. Uh, who cares? Deal with it. Um, and yeah, it, it does... It helps you out a lot in life, being empathetic. And it's something that I strive to be better at. Because um, it's hard. It takes it takes active thinking sometimes to be empathetic unless it's shoved in your face. Like if you saw someone and then they told you like their whole life story, it may be easier to be sympathetic. But who does that? No, no one has the time to tell their whole life story. And so trying to... You don't assume someone's life story, but you assume that they took their own path and your paths have crossed and they might not be um, presenting the best versions of themselves and maybe they're just people who are filled with hate or they're just angry people and yeah you just can't you just can't be you can't be one of them you know I think the best way to deal with people who are angry is to show them kindness and I, I think that's something that I'm pretty good at and I want to encourage because I think it could I think empathy could solve a lot of issues that we have in this world like it's just it all comes from a lack of understanding and some people need to be like some people need it shoved down their throats the understanding but like they need the information to understand it but some people like what i'm trying to get people to be more like i guess is a weird way of saying that is to not need to know everything that's going on with a person to understand that they're just their actions that may be unjustified do have a reason most of the time and the other part of empathy is helping people um and so it's tough to draw the line because if you try and help everyone in the world like if you try to help everyone that needs help it's impossible um and so some people spend their whole lives trying to help other people, and I highly applaud that. I think those people are some of the best people. They're some of the best people. Um, but I think we can all try better to help others. Um, and just like, it's hard to come up with a concrete example right now. But if you just think about what someone else is doing, what's going on in their life. If you just try to think about other people's situations a little bit more and try to help them based on that, like your, your friends, your family, um, maybe random people you see. And that, yeah, it's just be nicer to each other. Um, that's, that's all I have to say on that. Be nicer to each other. Oh, I, I forgot to mention this earlier. But that, um, something I said earlier was supposed to be my hot take. Um, that if all you did this weekend is survive, that's good enough. Me thinking that's wrong was supposed to be my hot take of the week. Um, the goal is to have at least one hot take every time I record a podcast. <laughs> Just because that's the name. Um, that's the name of the podcast. Um, I came up with it because it sounded cool and we're hooligans. Um, and the hot take hooligans I thought sounded cool. So that's, that's why that's the name of the podcast. Um, yeah. And 
So, the direction I want to head, I already discussed a little bit, but I'm also hoping to maybe have more uh, informational segments, um, such as, like, um, studies, reviews of studies. Um, And so, I like the idea of me reading a study every week that I find really interesting, um, usually most, most likely, uh, involved in the fitness industry, um, any, anything with fitness, um, because that's kind of my expertise, um, even though it's kind of, it's kind of weird to talk about, uh, fitness for me, like, on a podcast, because it's so broad, and unless I set out with the goal of teaching the basics, like, the whole basics, like, I could do a whole series on it, obviously, um, but it would be more helpful, I think, to, to review recent studies because, um, then you're getting information that's brand new, um, it's kind of translated for you, so if that's something people are interested in hearing, um, that is an idea I had. Um, another idea I had was just, like, a, a news segment, so I cover, I'll cover news that I found interesting throughout the week. Um, and give you my take on them. Uh, nothing too boring, hopefully. And I think I'm gonna end this soon. I don't really have too much else to say. Um, I really, because I, I recorded those other two podcasts, and I didn't want those to be my first, because they sounded so bad. <laughs> um, and so I didn't want people that were listening for the first time to hear that, and be like, oh, like, this guy doesn't have a mic. All of his podcasts are gonna sound like shit. And so I've decided to record this one uh, just by myself. Hopefully I won't have to do episodes by myself too often because I don't think I'm an interesting person. Uh, I think my friends are interesting and that's what inspired me to start this podcast. It was actually a weekend uh, where a lot of my friends, they basically spent the whole weekend here and we just chatted a lot. And I was thinking like, man, like if I wish I had recorded some of this, like, there's some good discussions here, and so that's kind of why I started doing this and the direction I'm going to take it. Yeah. Maybe segments, maybe just free form the whole way through. Um, going to experiment with a lot of things. Um, so if you're, if you agree with what I've said, uh, if you found this interesting, listen to future episodes. All right. Thank you for listening. Um, have a good night.